This episode of 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim, and I've been watching this show for way too long. (laughs) And I'm Kyle. And before we record, Kim, first, we got to get a damn goat. (laughs) We got to go to the store and get a goat. Is that thunder? Is that thunder? Is it raining? I just feel like I'm being ripped off on this goat. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that, that electrical wiring? My search engine now includes goat prices in Nigeria, Mm -hmm. rats in the Philippines. It's like, I really hope that nobody ever monitors this. They're going to be like, what is this girl looking up? 100%. Yeah. I cried so hard laughing at this episode this week i i thought it was superb superb wouldn't it have been even better if you didn't have the context that ed had sex with her a couple days ago i feel yes. like we didn't need to know any of that for this to be hysterical <laughs> no although i will say that I mean, now we that already hated pretty... him now that there's unanimous condemnation for ed's actions it's even easier to laugh at him right i I guess so it's just ed and rose are really carrying this season i have to say maybe not carrying it they're by far the funniest by far i i agree that they're the funniest but baby girl visa she's um she's bringing it too She's bringing it. She and Usman are are definitely bringing it. And I even like Stephanie and Erica was interesting this week, I thought. We'll get into it. (laughs) (laughs) But really, Baby Girl Lisa and Ed and Rose, it's just hysterical, this episode. If you did not laugh at goat shopping or the shower scene... I just, this show just is not for you. Don't watch the show anymore. Just don't. Don't watch it anymore. I just don't understand it. I have watched the shower scene 10 times and I have cry laughed every single freaking time. I think it is so funny. It's, it is really like, as we know, for me, the karate chop to the salad dressing and the Pedro river fight is my number one of any 90 day fiance episode ever is my number one scene, but this shower scene, it might, it might top it. I don't know. Can you think of any funnier scene that you've watched? I really liked goat shopping, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the fight scene was great. I'm trying to think back. Um, Darcy getting drunk with Tom and like falling off the bed or like, that was funny. That was pretty good. It's hard to beat some of Angela's prime moments like snail swap. Um, oh, snail swap. Or I didn't do, I did the BJ. I did it for real. That I was did good the BJ, too. A, a black guy eye. You know, that was, those yeah. are all There classics. were some good ones. But this was a long, drawn out scene of discomfort, <laughs> and it was pretty good. And it had the rat, the diseased the rat. rat. I mean, there's just that so rat could much barely fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was the Ed of rats. It was like if it Ed was, was in so the Phil- if Ed was staying in Rose's apartment for another week, he would have been moving like that rat. If Ed was embodied in a rat, that yeah. is what Ed would look like. Totally. Um, quick shout out before we get into a major piece of evidence and a massive episode. Uh, grocery store and pharmacy workers, man, you guys often overlooked on the front lines, man, doing the Lord's work. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Everybody, please be nice to your grocery store workers, your pharmacists, anybody operating a retail business that is essential and open. We appreciate you. My wife went to the grocery store the other day. Nobody wearing masks. None of the, none yeah. of the employees even. <sighs> For me, so, where I went, thanks, the employees thanks to were everyone. wearing... <laughs> <laughs> the employees I saw were definitely wearing masks and gloves, but a lot of the patrons were not... Which I was, but there is a controversial study out of Cambridge that uh, about cloth masks. We don't need to get into it here. Anyway, should we start with evidence? Let's. Um, we have a evidence uh, correction slash retraction. It has come Please. to my attention. It's come to my attention 
through a source. I cannot independently validate this, <laughs> but it has come to my attention that the Jesse tweet on CNN was photoshopped. Oh no. That is so sad. I just had I had to say it. Someone someone said it was shopped. Had to say it. I'm Can sorry. Can we pretend it was real? True. Well, yes. Yes. Just okay. like I'm pretending that Ed is a virgin. Got it. There was an Anderson Cooper screenshot like from CNN last week where Jesse um Meester's like question showed up. Uh, pertaining to COVID, and it was hilarious. And apparent, and then it's real. It's real. I'm I'm maintaining okay. it's real. Got it. I want to talk. This is a major spoiler. I'm going to watch the clock. Skip ahead two minutes. I'll tell you when. Um, we'll only talk about it for two minutes, but it is a major spoiler for the season. So if you don't want to hear it, skip ahead now. So anonymous gossip one eight seven has talked about this a lot on Instagram. I think that frauded also posted it as well, but Rose is allegedly engaged to someone else. And there are pictures of her with this woman. Um, anonymous gossip, um, says that some people have said it's a guy. Uh, I believe it to be a woman, um, that Rose is engaged to, but there are pictures of them going back, um, to to November and then there was a Facebook post in March, I believe it was March 10th, um, that implied that they were engaged, showing a ring. So good for her. This is, yeah. I think we anyone can all rejoice. But Ed. <laughs> Hashtag anyone but Ed. <laughs> I think we can all rejoice that we hope that this is true. And now we can maybe watch the season a little bit more comfortably. Knowing that yeah. Rose doesn't end up with Ed. It, it, I find comfort in knowing that she doesn't end up with him. I don't I, know. What do you I think? I completely agree. I, I feel, I still feel dirty watching it, but after this episode and knowing that they're not together and that she's moved on to bitter and better things, it looks like she's really happy in the photos and it didn't seem like she was. So I, I'm curious why is she posted these, right? I think, yeah, they were from I'm, her account, which she doesn't is curious. give a fuck about her NDA. <laughs> doesn't care well, at all. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of, you know, suspicion that the foreign person in the couple doesn't get paid uh, or as much, perhaps. So maybe she just doesn't have anything to lose. Who knows? All right. Anyway, spoiler that's over. A spoiler. Five, spoiler four, three, two, one. Over. Spoiler over. We have a huge episode to get into. So, um, do I think we should start with Lisa Newsman and then move into Ed? Because Ed, I, I'm just I'm scared that Ed's going to take the entire episode, the entire <laughs> podcast. Um, we finally get to see the goat shopping that I have been personally waiting for this entire season. I was so excited it finally happened. First, we got to get this damn goat. <laughs> that this is... I mean, I, I I if I've sympathized once with Lisa this entire season, I have to tell you. It's the goat market. That goat market probably smells gnarly as fuck. Sure. But, but what would you expect? No, no excuse for not wearing closed-toed shoes. Hilarious. Oh, my God. Amazing. Right? Doesn't matter how freaking hot. It could be 130 oh. degrees outside. I'm wearing galoshes. To at least shit, Big right? Ed was wearing sneaks oh my at the God, pig at farm. Least. They get picked up at a Range Rover <laughs> to be transported yeah. to the goat market, but then they travel back and like in a run goat down Uber, goat mobile. It's yeah, a goat Uber. Goat. <laughs> of course, the range isn't going to take the goddamn goat three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Like they traveled there in luxury, and then on the way back, yeah. it's like this station wagon that the and goat like fits the nicely in the trunk. The poor dude had to put down like a sack for the goat to sit in so it didn't shit all over his goat Uber. <laughs> Usman's mom isn't going to like me after this goat, then I don't know what will make her like me. I'm like, the, uh. the big controversy is uh, did she get ripped off for the she goat? She did. She did, for sure. Look, it takes and I love, five seconds to Google this. Oh, Come on, I Lisa. Love, I love that Usman just let her pay double. <laughs> I thought it was so funny 
that he's just like, uh, let's just fucking buy it. It fucking smells. This is Nigeria. This is what we do. And then he's like, here, start counting the money. <laughs> counting the money rose style to the guy. <laughs> this guy was not having it at all. His arms are crossed. He's like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> he's not impressed with this camera crew. It was awesome. It was great. I so I don't know. Did you that look she it up? You double. looked it up. You looked it up on the goat internet. Yeah, paid about double. I I think she overpaid by about forty dollars. No, my goat internet sources say <laughs> that the normal goat price high high sixty five, and uh-huh. she paid she paid about one hundred fifteen. What did Lisa think the goat market was going to be like, though? Like she shows up and she's like, "Oh God." Oh no, this goat market smells. Oh my God, where the hell am I? I'm like, what did you envision the goat market to look like, girl? Have you she, been to a county fair? No, she envisioned a county fair or a petting zoo with, I mean, that's with delightful, not with like the mud road and the lean twos and the, you know, I think that she's just feigning shock at poverty every time she walks outside to try to garner sympathy from Usman. I don't know what she's doing. She, she and Ed just, it's too much. I i just want to know, like, the people at this market, like, the guy who sells him the goat, we know what he thinks, but what do other people think? That, like, they show up in this Range Rover, Lisa gets out, this camera crew is there, and they're, they're shopping probably, for a goat. They're probably thinking the same thing that Usman's mother thinks. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I thought this was cool as shit. Look, I'm going to be honest. I think it would be really cool to go to the goat market. I was jealous that Lisa had this experience. How many Americans can say that they've had this type of experience in Nigeria going to like haggle for a goat at the goat market? This is where I draw the line, Kim. (laughs) I think it looks cool. No, no, I'm good. No, no. I mean, I'll I'll hang out in Lagos all day eating (laughs) fucking kebabs and drinking beers and watching rugby i'm i'm good driving around seeing how people really live i don't need to go to the goddamn goat market okay i was into it i don't know i was into no it. i'm I'm into watching it but it's not <laughs> it's not something i'd be into i also love that they bring the goat back and they keep it at the chalet outside on a like post next yeah. to a trash can that's like the only place that you don't put the goat. It's going to eat all the trash. Well, then it'll get fatter. That's what I they guess need. that's true. Yeah, Goats but you don't want to. You don't want it to choke on a diet coke bottle. That's true. Not before they get it to Usman's mom. I shall I like, name him Barney. <laughs> I thought that was a cute name for the goat. I liked the goat she picked out. He was a sassy one. And it I'm looked like it's a, a man goat. Looked like a healthy, uh, a healthy goat. Yeah, I look. I give her this. She I, picked out the fattest goat, which is what you want. I thought she picked well. Yeah, me too. She just overpaid. Um, what did you think about her saying Usman's mom is gonna likely like me because she's a conservative Muslim and I'm a white Christian? I'm like, I don't really think that's why she's not gonna like you, girl. <laughs> Maybe that sets you up to be disliked off the bat, but yeah, it's much more about who you are deep inside is the reason yeah. she's not going to like you. Exactly um this i there are two other things about goat shopping that i thought were interesting first is that uzman said the goat giving is important in the hausa tradition which means that he's hausa which i'm glad that we know michael michael is yoruba so i thought that was cool that at least we know which uh which ethnic group he belongs in nigeria i also thought it was interesting that um the goat ride the goat ride the car ride home with the goat in the back did it travel from the back to the front of the car? I was so confused because I felt like it started out in the passenger seat, like the goat was sitting shotgun, and then it like somehow migrated to the back of the car. Did I imagine that? <laughs> yes, you completely imagined it because Lisa <laughs> Lisa was sitting shotgun the entire time, so you confused Lisa for a fucking goat, Kim. I could have sworn they put that goat shotgun. <laughs> I don't know why that's in my notes. Bye, fucking smells. 
That's Ew, great. What anything I, else about Barney and the goat shopping? Well, the the pre um <clears throat> pre mom, I thought it was hilarious that Usman was like, "You don't need makeup. My mom's old as fuck. She's not even gonna notice. <laughs> she can't see good. You don't need to wear makeup. It's fine." Also, a huge miscalculation because yeah. like. Yeah, you need her to look as young as possible for these people. I don't know why he said that. Like, was he scared that she was just not going to do her makeup well? I don't know. The (sighs) goat, the the ride to Usman's mother's house. The goat lift. Every car ride with this goat is just so joyous. I I love it so much. Yeah, At the end, it seemed like it had accepted its fate and (laughs) was just kind of bleeding every few minutes instead of the whole time yeah so then we get to the visit they put out the green carpet it seems like i just want to make a comment that this is like a matriarchal family not a single man shows up or is present or is talked about until Usman's older brother they don't want to be associated with any of this well they didn't even mention his dad though like where do you think his dad is do you think he has passed away do you think he is elsewhere probably working and couldn't be bothered. <laughs> That's like they show up, they open the trunk, they get the goat, um, the rugs out, they leave the goat like kind of you know tied just up. Wanders about, yeah. Don't <laughs> worry about wandering. it. Um, they don't even. I, I like how they don't even acknowledge that there's a fucking goat until no. he explains the the reason for the goat. They just here's a goat. We just brought our pet goat. Don't worry about it. We just took a yeah. cab for four hours with a fucking goat. <laughs> Usman's mom has the best facial expression I have ever seen. She is stone cold, like wicked pissed side off. Eye. Yeah, it's great. It's great. As I would be, as I would really, be if a camera crew and this strange lady shows up at my house. Really not impressed. Yeah, but I love that there's there's a lot of stake in the matriarch's opinion. Like again, we we see all the sisters. We even see the sister in law, but we don't even see yeah. the brother rock up until like halfway through, and he doesn't even say anything. Kind of impressive. It's kind of cool. Um, the, the sisters si- the too. Si- the Great sister's patient. reaction is she's like fifty. <laughs> like <laughs> I was oh, expecting. She's a older young than that. girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so I guess Usman didn't really tell you that much about Lisa mm, when he told you no, of her. No. She seems happy about the goat, but not... It, she almost seemed surprised to me. Like, <laughs> the the goat clearly made no difference in the final decision, which is great. I think Zero. it's hilarious that they <laughs> they bought the goat and they lugged it three hours and she just was like... Okay, cool. Thanks. That's it. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. Thanks for the $115 goat, and I'm going to eat it and get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> and she's like, thanks for the $65 goat. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the funniest, most ridiculous part of this was when, I don't know, one of the sisters asked Usman, what, is, what does Lisa do in the States? So pr- this is one of the best moments of the entire episode hospice caregiver and she explains what that is and Usman just translates she's a doctor <laughs> <laughs> I died if Lisa's oh, a doctor so I invented the internet yeah right and at the end I mean Kim, they just Kim, you have a you have a podcasting patent as I understand <laughs> yeah I invented podcasts <laughs> I just love that like How Usman finishes this conversation is Lisa is in love with me. She wants me to marry her and come live with her in America. And mom's like, nope. Not, not we are in love. Not, I I have a dream to move to America. Not, we, we have been in love and she's going to help me fulfill my music career and uh, blah, blah, blah. And she's so warm and gracious. No, it's just, she's in love with me. And her mission is to come and get married. And even the way he starts the conversation is great. He just he just opens up the floor. So do you 
guys know why she's here? And everyone just says, nope, no fucking, cl- no fucking clue. What are you doing here? What? Why is there a goat? Why are there four camera people? I've never seen this many white people in my entire life. What is happening? I love that the mom, like her version of a mic drop is putting on this purple cape. Yeah, the purple I, cape. I, I, I the purple to cape means, this. I think that means, that must be death, right? <laughs> The purple cape is like, never fucking talk to me again, okay? And then he says, that's a really bad sign that she's walking away. I'm like, I think her putting on the purple cape was the bad sign. There's something about the purple cape. There's something about the purple cape, which is like, go fuck. I never want to see you again. Please die. Like, I wonder if she had like a blue cape and that meant everything's (laughs) cool. Because we've seen, we've seen Nigerians wear a lot of blue in happy times. Like, um, Angela's entire family, uh, Mike Howell's entire family, and then Lisa and Usman were wearing blue, so she picked she picked purple. That means that means. I death. know we have Nigerian listeners that will DM us and let us know the significance of this purple cape. So please, please let us know if the color or just the garment itself has significance. I want to know. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by how how Lisa didn't really react. What did you think of her performance? She just sat there for the most part. With in kind of with a smug grin on her face the whole time, which I wanted to shake her about, but overall she didn't have a meltdown right there, which is the first time that's ever happened. That's true. Yeah, she did I think she was just so anxious and nervous and uncomfortable that she didn't know what to do, but she definitely didn't lose her shit. I mean, yeah. you're right. She was calm and composed. This when is they, the other. When they get back to the car though, the first thing she says, you had two years to practice this. So absurd. So absurd. It's all Usman's fault. To be fair though, I, he I should know, have known. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, obviously. And then he did not. Uh, <laughs> he did not practice his pitch. You have to admit. No, he did not. He, he did just not. made that shit up on the fly. Uh, really poor framing of this entire situation, Usman. <laughs> Do Look, you feel like it was self sabotage a little bit? Yes, absolutely. I mean, he could have made this go a lot better if he had prepared his family a little bit better. I mean, the mom's opinion stands firm. She's taken him to America. Nope. She's old. Nope. Whites don't like black people over there. She's <laughs> she, she's holding firm. I, you know, you, it's hard to that that's what mom's opinion is. Now, what I think is even interesting, too, is just to compare Angela and how she is in Nigeria to baby girl Lisa, because people are saying that, like, baby girl Lisa is the new Angela. I could not disagree more. Angela would have bartered the shit out of that goat. You think Angela would have been overpaying oh, for that goat? hell no. Hell no. She wouldn't have asked Michael to help her either. She just would have looked the guy straight dead in the eyes and been like, I'm giving you $40 for this goat. They didn't even try to haggle a little bit. Not at all. Do you remember when that guy was trying to sell her a microwave for $75? She was like, no, I'll give you 20. He's like, all right. He was so stoked. <laughs> I was. think I think if she would have even said, uh, instead of 40,000, I'll give you, I don't know, 30. He would have been fucking delighted. Absolutely. And she didn't even ask Michael to help her. No, that and was Michael, the most impressive and, thing. And Usman didn't. Usman didn't even try to talk him down five bucks as a token. Try to make Lisa feel better. He does not give a shit about Lisa at all. That, no. that if if you had any doubts, if Usman cared about Lisa when he didn't even haggle for five bucks. For the goat, that sealed it to me because he doesn't even care about the appearance of caring about her financial situation or, or, you know, in theory, theirs eventually. 
Hey, Usman's doing his part for the local economy, okay? He's just getting this That's goat true. owner a little <laughs> bit more money. Why not? Lisa will never know the he, difference. He believes in wealth transference. Yes, exactly. Are you ever confused and overwhelmed in the vitamin aisle at the grocery store or the pharmacy and just have no idea what to actually buy to attain your health goals? Care-of is the hassle-free way to get your vitamins and supplements delivered right to your door. If you've ever been overwhelmed in the vitamin aisle, like we all have, Care-of is for you. Care-of's super fun online quiz will help you find the right vitamins and powders to support your specific health goals, improving your fitness routine, or managing stress. Care-of is focused on quality and science, the quality and science and research that goes into each of their products and recommendations. And if you're concerned about the environment, Care-of's individual eco-friendly packs are made of compostable films, and there's tons of info on their website about how to compost them. I took the Care-of quiz and I found it really fun. I love taking quizzes and I was also very curious about what vitamins it would recommend for my health goals. I always stand very confused in the vitamin aisle and I have no idea what I actually need. So the quiz was really helpful for me. My adorable personalized Care-of vitamin packs were delivered right to my doorstep and they even have my name on them. They're so easy to take in my purse or suitcase when I'm traveling without having to tote around like 20 vitamin bottles because nobody wants to do that. Seriously. You should go to take care of's online quiz right now. All you have to do is answer some easy questions about your diet and health goals and lifestyle. Uh, are you concerned about your hair, skin, and nail health? How much do you sleep every night? And then care of comes back with personalized recommendations and you can adjust your packs at any time. It's so easy. For 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray listeners, Care-of is offering 50% off your first order with Care-of. Go to TakeCareOf.com and use promo code CrayCray50. That's C-R-A-Y-C-R-A-Y-5-0. Go ahead, take the Care-of quiz and see what they recommend. It's so fun. That's 50% off your first order at Care-of. That's TakeCareOf.com and use promo code CrayCray50. I'll also have a link in the show notes. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. I think we have to move on to Ed and Rose. There is a lot to cover here, so we're going to do as much as we can. Just in general. It's really raining. It's the (laughs) fucking rainy season. Do you not have Google in San Diego, bitch? God. Do you know currently on my phone, along with the weather of where I live, I also have the weather of Port Augusta, Manila, like, I could tell you the weather of any of these places right now because I'm well, very curious. As to what... <laughs> yeah, I know. Port Augusta, by the way, has, like, fantastic weather. It's very temperate right now. Oh. It looks gorgeous. Um, and it's, like, summertime. Ed is, like, a cartoon character. Like, every single thing that he does is, like, an old-school cartoon. Like, his yeah. facial expressions, the way he moves. It's hilarious. Well, the way he moves is... It's, it's it's extra comedic because whenever he tur whenever he wants to talk to someone he has to turn his entire body and i yes. we're not making fun of his physical appearance or anything that's too easy but it is kind of funny the way that he has to like square up to someone to address yes. them and he's yeah. just his movements almost feel very it makes him almost look very robotic in the way that he has to turn everything to, to talk to someone else. It is really funny. And you're right. That, that does make it comedic. I also like right off the bat, my first note and bold about this scene is, well, we learned there's no air conditioning at Rose's house. Like, nope. why would you even ask that fucking question? I can't. Uh, he yeah. asks her if she has air conditioning. She doesn't have a wall. She doesn't have, wall. She doesn't have a, like a roof. I mean, how would you even air condition? He has seen her house. He's FaceTimed with her. I I found it fascinating that he said he has never been in a situation in his life without air conditioning. (laughs) 
And I just find that hard. I find that hard to believe. Have you never traveled anywhere outside of the United States? Or have you ever been camping in California? That's what I was thinking. Camping. I mean, I I don't know. And you know, some people don't grow up. Some people don't grow up doing it. I get it. I I always wanted friends to come with us camping when I was a kid, and I I definitely remember there were some families that were like, "Excuse me, what?" Even though we lived um you know an hour from incredible national parks and just you know, but yeah, yeah, some people still think it's incredibly weird, but have you never even traveled to ah, London? You know, yeah, like lots of places in Europe, it's not. Yeah, very common to have air conditioning because it's it's only hot for such a short time. I don't know. I I found that fascinating as well. What I find most disgusting though is that Ed is already like justifying to the camera why he doesn't want to be with Rose long term. Like he's already justifying like using her for his own pleasure during this trip and then leaving her. He's basically a sex tourist. Like he says, you know, she just wants me as a meal ticket. And this is just too third world for me. She's not good enough for me. I mean, that's basically what he's saying when he's talking to the camera. And I don't know. I just see him as a sex tourist. Basically the same as the other dudes that are going there to take advantage of the situation. What's your take? He's incapable of putting two and two together. Right? He he says... Compared to this, who wouldn't want to come to America for a better life? Uh, Am I just her meal ticket? But he never acknowledges the transactional relationship that they have. And it's almost like he really genuinely believes that she should be attracted to him. And that he brings things to the table other than cash, right? Uh, yeah. which is so bizarre considering how poorly this has gone up until this point, except for one night where you got her drunk. Um, yeah. yeah. It's the, the thing that strikes me is that Rose does not seem unhappy with her living situation. She seems pretty content. I mean, and, and actually I was thinking about this. I feel like Hazel's living situation was definitely more dire. I, Rose has her own place. Her her sister has the other half. She's got her kid with her. Her dad lives elsewhere. She doesn't even live with her parents, which means that she has the means to live alone, which at her age, I don't think is very normal. I guess it defines how you, I guess it depends on how you define alone, but it seemed, listen to almost any American viewer that, that has to appear dire, right? But she makes up the point where it's you know this is my ordinary life this is just my day and if you asked her you know am i am i comfortable or am i happy here she would probably say no but it's just her life just like you know there's a lot of people out of work right now that live in a crappy apartment in new york and they they don't work and their entire house is 150 square feet and that's their life it's it's a different kind of hardship, but she's used to it. Ed's reactions, I think in some ways, I don't know. Like I, I think that the underlying shock, the, the problem with Ed is the underlying shock is, uh, it seems disingenuous because you have to think that he knew what he was walking into as if they've never video chatted before. But I think that, in principle, it's understandable to be shocked at at the way that she's living. But he doesn't, the way that he couches it is with such horror. It it just seems like it gives him a savior complex. Or uh, it, it, it appears that he just needs to save her. Instead of, like, walking in and acknowledging, wow, this is, this is even more difficult living than I expected... Um, now maybe it makes a little bit more sense that the sister asked you for money instead of twisting it to, am I just her meal ticket? You know, that's the gross way to look at it, Ed. (laughs) Yeah. He looks at it like they're trying to take advantage of him other than like, rather than 
oh, maybe I want to, I do want to help her sister out. Like how much did he, did she really ask him for a hundred bucks? Like also the sister has never mentioned it since he's, he hasn't even spent a single moment alone with the sister. So for all he's of so, his he's so whining. overdramatic. He's so overdramatic yeah. about it. And, you know, a part of me thinks this is just for good TV. But as an example, when he looks at the electrical wiring. Oh, my God. It's I so looked at far that, above his head. Well, I looked at that and I'm thinking that is objectively not great. <laughs> right? <laughs> but <laughs> let's be real. But to think that uh, it's going to fucking arc uh and and electrocute you while you're asleep is a little bit crazy right also asking will this roof hold like if you're genuinely worried just, about the roof collapsing wouldn't not you like snowing. want to help rose and her sister obtain a better roof like how is it going to collapse is it going to rust out it's overnight raining. it's raining it's not dumping 8 feet of snow or something it's absurd. And then he it like thunders and he's terrified. He like shivers. He's like, Oh, Oh, and I've Rose never heard thunder before. Up. I've Rose never heard like, thunder what? in San Diego. Rose is like, what are you scared? Like a baby. I thought it was hysterical. She's does this concrete, fo- does this concrete floor conduct electricity? I don't know. <laughs> he's so freaked out that it's raining and he calls it a tropical storm. I'm like, dude, you're in the tropics. This is just rain. This is just Tuesday. And and the thread count thing I thought was great because he, (laughs) he makes it sound like he, he uses the full medical name for eczema. It's just eczema. Yeah. Atopic dermatitis. He's it's fucking eczema. Can you stop trying to sound like you're a victim of a horrifying disease that requires... Look, eczema is no fun. I get it. It's not fun, but I have it in a little, like, minor way here and there, and you put cream on it. I don't have a thousand count sheets. I mean, maybe I do. I I honestly don't know. But it's not like there's a doctor with a prescription pad writing thousand sheets, CVS. Here you go, son. (laughs) You know? I was... I'll call it in. I'm sure there's tons of people listening. I feel like the material of the sheets and the detergent that you're using is much more it's important. All the de- it's the detergent, yeah. Right, with eczema than is like the thread count. What's the thread count going to do? That makes absolutely no sense. Like maybe bamboo sheets are better for your dermatitis than, you know, some polyester. I don't know. But I'm just saying the thread count is the strangest measure of what sheets are appropriate for his condition. I just think it's absurd. Also, this night and what's happening here is exactly as his friend with the Filipino, um, I don't know if his father or mother that works with him in San Diego, exactly as she described. He should really? not. I don't remember. De- <laughs> Are you serious? No, I don't remember that scene. Oh yeah. So remember he's, he's with his friend at work and she's like, there's flying cockroaches. It's extremely hot and humid. There's okay, no yeah. air conditioning, no running yeah. water. Like basically she just described what's happening right now. It was complete foreshadow. And he's, and he's acting surprised, which irritates me. I I probably would have been just as uncomfortable, just as sweaty, just as miserable. I can guarantee, goddamn to you, I wouldn't have slept a wink either. No, no way. I would have slept at all. All that said, he complains about it so much. And she, it's like... She's right there. (laughs) She sleeps here every fucking night and has not complained about it once. In fact, she seems pretty content. It's it's just baby girl Lisa's doing the same thing with like the bucket shower in the goat market that Ed is doing with everything in her house. It's it's crazy. If I, I loved were... I, I loved that he honestly thought that her dad was going to literally sleep between them like yes. the partition <laughs> like the partition that Hazel built or something. Yes. It was so great. So yeah, I love Father Freddie, by the way. I just think he is fantastic. He knows exactly what's happening 
with this sex tourism and he is just he's nervous about this weird dude that's like alone with his daughter and um but yeah he does go to sleep on the other side of the house with this with maria i think is the sister <laughs> of marie he knows that there's no if they if they had sex there's no physical way that ed could keep it quiet enough <laughs> yeah Impossible. yes you just hear that <laughs> from the other room all of our patreon people hate me right now <laughs> and our regular listeners as well um, uh... when ed wakes up i laughed so hard he is literally soaking he, wet. i don't think he woke up he just rolled over <laughs> So this is the thing that doesn't make sense to me, though. If you wake up that hot, what feels better than a cold shower? What would feel better? I'm I'm sure that it felt great. It did not look like it. Yeah. So then we start with the complaints. This is the worst night I've ever spent in my life. The mattress was soaking wet. There's no air conditioning. I feel broken. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to be honest he's probably telling the truth I, I i really don't doubt that it was the worst night of his life but saying that in an itm after the fact is different from saying it to someone's face who literally sleeps this way every night of their life exactly yeah and he says like that was a lot to take in and rose is that's when rose says this is my life like what what do you want? I just got hit bit by a mosquito. I'm like, I think he got bit by probably a lot of mosquitoes. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) And then Um, he, you know, he makes this decision right away that he can't stay there another night, which I get. But what really bothered me about his idea to take a vacation is it bothered me that he didn't want to take Prince with him. Yes, me too. I was like, you literally came here to spend time with Rose. He's like, I need to get to know her. I need some alone time with her. I'm like, you've been, you just spent a whole night alone with her. And And you're supposed to be getting to know Prince too. It's a package deal. If, if they get married, Prince comes along and he spent what? All of three seconds hugging the goddamn kid. And, you know, if you think about it, Prince has probably never even left his neighborhood He's never been on a, I, I doubt he's been on a plane. Let show the kid a good time and, and get to know him and Rose together as a family unit yeah. for just a little bit. And yeah, it's just, all he wants to do is just plow. That's it. Yeah. With I mean, air conditioning. Take, him, take the kid to the beach. Like, right. I and it's not like you can't afford a two room suite in the Philippines, Ed. You know, like if you're worried that you're not going to be able to bang, get get two rooms next to each other or something or not, not two separate rooms, but a suite. And he seems confounded that like Rose isn't more excited about the idea of this vacation. And I'm like, because she wants to spend time with her son and she wants to take him on the bang trip. But you want a bang trip. And then the whole point is that you're supposed to get to know prince i think she's not excited because she knows vacation means she has to have sex with him more that's also true which i don't think that she's really thought through this marriage thing all the way but rose is not excited for this trip but what i am excited for is the shower scene (laughs) taking a shower with her father (laughs) this is the best thing i have ever seen on the show ever Can you imagine what my reaction would have been if my wife was like, all right, you and Polish father-in-law, get in the shower. (laughs) But this wasn't a real shower. First of all, Ed struggling to pull his What is wrong? What is wrong? (laughs) In Poland, in communist Poland, always take shower with lots of men. What is issue? (laughs) Ed trying to take his own shirt off. Was and he literally one of the can't. funniest parts of the whole scene. <laughs> and then he's wearing socks with his flip flops. Why? Why well, is he wearing he socks, prob- Kyle? 
he probably just saw a big ass rat and just <laughs> didn't want any skin exposure. But <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. You know the 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 thing that's funny about this is if you've ever done anything remotely like this in a very tropical country, dude, those shorts are not going to dry for the entire day. He packed He's very poorly. Done. Dude, go to Lululemon and get some quick dry shorts. Like He's wearing cargo, like cotton cargo shorts. They're there's never going to dry worse. the entire... They're going to be wet in the suitcase on the way home. Oh, my God. There's nothing worse you could wear. I don't... He didn't have any gym shorts. Like, I don't know. This was weird and strange. So Rose starts dumping the bucket water, like, over his head, which I've taken a bucket shower like this. And if, if you're really hot, as hot as Ed is, it feels great. So I don't know why he's, like, shivering and, like squealing like this should feel good the best part was when she turned the hose on him and her face her face is she is so delighted i've never seen her that happy as when she was spraying down ed with the hose i saw a great reddit meme where it was basically like it looks like rose is trying to water ed to get him to grow I mean, she looks so delighted when she's hosing him down. It's just, it is great. And then he drops the soap. I mean. And he acts like the world is ending. He's like, I dropped the soap. I dropped it. I'm like, dude, you can just, you can pick it up off the floor. The soap isn't going anywhere. You know what would be funny? We should petition Ed to go on Naked and Afraid. (laughs) They blur blur everything out. Don't worry too much. Yeah. Mid hosing down, he's like, is that a chicken? As if he didn't notice those same chickens the night before when at the welcome dinner. I'm like, this is the same fucking chicken that you saw before, dude. Like, why are you surprised? It was literally right next to your foot a couple hours ago. And now you're shocked that there are other chickens and rabbits and whatnot. There's wildlife among you, okay? There's just, there's wildlife. They need water too, okay? That was the most fucked up looking rat I've ever seen, I have to say, (laughs) which is so great. I I mean, I, I, I don't know if I would have been more disturbed seeing a big healthy rat or a completely fucked up diseased looking rat. That thing, holy shit. It looked like it got... It looked like 30-year-old rat that got hit by a car and had bleach dumped on it at one point, too. It looked so fucked up and decrepit. It was this so rat, funny. This rat wasn't even scared of Ed. Like, wet hosed down Ed. It just stood there. Even the rat, like, was I think an the audience rat was blind. for this hilarity. I think that rat is blind and ready to die at any moment. <laughs> it was white and black, like, splotched, like... I've never seen a rat like that. And it didn't even move. I laughed so hard. Yeah, it was great. I literally peed my pants. I watched this scene like 12 (laughs) times. I even texted you like three times today. I was like, I had to watch it again. It's still so funny. And then I watched Pillow Talk and like watching the cast watch the scene was all because all they did was just crack up. There wasn't even any commentary necessary. It was just them watching the scene and, and laughing. It was so joyful. I loved it so much. So Stephanie and Erica. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know where to start with these two. Uh, do you think Stephanie is just outright acting? It's hard to say. Um, I can tell you that she feels nothing for Erica. It seems like. If she ever did, if there was some spark, it's completely gone now. And it's just, this is completely over. Why can't she, she should just leave. And especially after watching this entire thing where she has no emotions when Erica is breaking down crying until she leaves. And and it felt like she maybe realized, uh uh-oh, I I look like I'm I'm a total asshole. I better turn on the waterworks, right? She had no emotions on her face when Erica was there. She just kept berating her and trying to gaslight her. Erica wasn't putting up with it. And 
yeah, I just it didn't felt like nothing. And and if anything, Stephanie was trying to almost save face for the camera by turning on the waterworks at the end. Yeah, it's just so clear that Stephanie and Erica didn't know anyone at all, like or know each other at all prior to this trip. And Stephanie, I just feel is really faking it. Like I feel bad because I think she's I, I actually done. I want to say like I I like Stephanie, but I don't know that I do. I really like Erica though. I'm team Erica all the way. I feel like Erica's almost being duped. Like I feel like Erica has real feelings. And if she doesn't, then damn, she deserves an Oscar because I felt real tension during that fight. I felt like Erica left with real anger. I feel like Stephanie just fake cries. I haven't seen a, a tear. Those eyes are dry for this fake upsetness that she has. I completely agree. Yeah. So so let's start at the top. Um, they are about to go on this drive. And <laughs> it. I just... She's Erica goes outside to talk to her friend and Stephanie again comes with the controlling thing where she said, I would prefer if you don't tell your friends about our problems. And f- first of all, it's day two. It's day two. I think it's and day you, three. I think it, it's day three. Day two or three. And you already have, quote, our problems to deal with. That's that's maybe a bad sign. And you don't. Are they even really in a relationship? So she has, I don't think they really are. They're, they're supposed to be on a bang trip, right? So she has no right to tell. Now she said she, she couched it in the only way that she could. I would prefer it. But why can't you just keep that shit to yourself unless it becomes a persistent problem? So you were, you're not in favor of Erica. Cause I had this as a question for you. I, I see both sides. Like I can see Erica being like, I need to talk to somebody about this. I'm so confused. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like I need to phone a friend, but then I can all, especially if it's like a close friend, but I can also see Stephanie's point of like, well, I haven't even met these people yet. And now the only thing they know about me is something bad. It's not that her feeling is wrong. I, I know what you're saying. I don't think that Stephanie is wrong to feel that way. But it's day three and all you've done is fight and you're not really in a relationship. So keep your mouth shut and play it cool. Yes, that is what I would have done. But, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to give Stephanie some sort of semblance of the benefit of the (laughs) doubt here because she just sucks so bad. Look, it's just horses. We're seeing wildlife now. It's not wildlife. Uh, Isn't there like something that we should talk about from last night? I just don't think a four-hour car ride is the appropriate place to do this. We are in a moving vehicle, okay? That is the best place to talk about it, isn't it? It's the best place because you have nothing Nothing better to do. do. And then when you get to the actual destination where you're supposed to have fun, maybe you will have worked your shit out. What? So you're just supposed to sit in the car for four hours, super awkward and tense? Like, wh- how are you going to do that? And then she I found does this so disturbing, uh, so dumb. And then she does 100% what I, I don't know if I predicted this on the podcast, but I knew she would do this. She blames her control issues on her health problems, which she certainly does. You need therapy. Yeah. I just. Yeah, she says she's controlling because of her illness. She craves stability and something that she can control, which is a definite possibility. Logically, like, logically, it makes sense. Right. But you are over. Isn't she around 30? It's time to take control of your emotional state. And you, you shouldn't understand how Erica is feeling about your behavior by now and not try to blame shift on day fucking two and a half or whatever. Yeah, she she doesn't really seem very interested in all about how Erica's feeling. No. And Erica, Erica is just so open and honest. Erica doesn't lie about anything. She doesn't try to hide anything. Like when she comes up from talking to her friend, Claire, she's like, Stephanie's like, Oh, where were you? I was downstairs telling my friend about the fight. Like she doesn't try and sugarcoat no, yeah, it. I, she is so <laughs> direct. I was actually surprised fault. because 
every other cast member in history would have just been like, <laughs> I was just talking to my mom or yeah. some made up some shit, right? Exactly. She's just, and Erica doesn't hide who she is either. She's like, look, I'm free spirited. Like, I don't know. And and we see that again when we get to Port Augusta and she's like, yeah, I banged a lot of the people you're going to meet. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sit well uh no i i feel like this is gonna be hard because you're mad and i'm supposed to put on a happy face and woe is me you're it's mad so and i thought this is gonna be hard for me um so the party tomorrow night one of the reasons why I think that Stephanie is just done and this relationship is over it has to do with the preview where she's going, she, she's just trying to start shit, it looks like, at this point. Oh, yeah, totally. She, like, goes straight up to this Adam guy and she's like, do you still have feelings for Erica? This poor kid's like, sometimes we just hook up because we're horny and there's like 30 people in this town like what are you talking about he may have never even admitted to erica that he ever had feelings with for her at all and now you're putting him in a super awkward position because if he says no but they banged three weeks ago (laughs) you know (laughs) erica also never says that she has feelings for him again this may just be like a practical reality of living in a small town everybody's had sex with each other. Sometimes yeah. people get horny and they want to bang. And it's like, well, my options are Adam or my friend or Claire. So me- get over here. <laughs> Bring a six pack of Foster's. <laughs> um, if, even if he says no, if he says no, that's a tacit admission that he had feelings for her in the past. And she might not even know that. There's no answer for this poor man. There is no answer for this boy. He is, he's screwed. He's like being attacked by Stephanie. It sucks so bad. Let's, uh, let's talk about Avery for two seconds. The crocodile cruise. I think it's a cute date, but Ash's explanation I thought was hysterical. Oh, he's, he's like, I'm taking her on a crocodile cruise so she can be playful and feel safe about our relationship. (laughs) It was great. I laughed really hard. Uh, The didgeridoo (laughs) music was back in full swing this week. No, but it was like a poppy one. It was like... like that it was like some banjo didgeridoo it was great go back and listen to it if you don't remember it was funny um ash's pants are so tight too it's like they get tighter every week (laughs) they're probably eating out a lot and he's he's bloated from all the eating out they're doing i don't know it's great um they they seem like they've met before like they seem too comfortable with each other. They do. I, well, on the other hand, I, the only counterpoint to that is I feel like they have an easygoing demeanor because they're fucking a lot, and it's they are going fucking and, a lot. and it's going well in that department. And so there's some there's definitely some stress and awkwardness that washes away when all of that is is going really well. <laughs> They're on a legit bang trip. Yeah. Where they're yeah. actually banging. And yeah. I think they're both and they're both enjoying it. And I don't yeah. think that's happening on literally any other couple. Certainly, <laughs> certainly not this season. And it's pretty rare on 90 Day that both of them are into it. They're having a good time. And it it's a balanced like power dynamic with the sex. It's certainly not happening anywhere else this season. Oi! Crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> They got the strong and the king of the jungle with the jaws. <laughs> snaky little monsters. <laughs> Maybe some snakies. Maybe we'll see some snakies too. <laughs> I could snap an American's neck in two. I could. <laughs> when, when Ash said that he was going to protect Avery, it's from got the, the strongest jaw of any animal in the swamp. <laughs> that was a John Walters crocodile. <laughs> Kyle, any other words to close up? This is a great episode. I had fun. We're in quarantine. What? I don't even remember anymore. I don't even we, remember how many weeks it's been. I want to say four. Yeah. 
I have had a really good time doing these podcasts with you. It's the only time I have interaction outside of my family. I know. Um, it's like the only person I talk to. Well, you're you're in meetings all day, although, you know. That's true. Uh, I'm I'm just been coding because uh, I invented the internet just like Lisa's a doc- <laughs> just like Lisa's a doctor, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the front lines. Yeah, I can't wait until we can do this podcast in person again. But, you know, until then, we have Ed and Rose uh, to watch Rose. I'm just going to continue watching Rose hosing down Ed until I feel better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope um, if you're one of our Patreon subscribers, we hope you're enjoying all the extra content we're putting out. And the season six archives are flying off the shelves after that. Uh, after we're done with the season six archives, we may, I'm not sure if we're going to do happily ever after um, season four or love after lockup part one of six <laughs> next part one of season two, which season lasted two, for two years, 52 episodes. Um, yeah. But we're going to make sure that we're putting out uh, lots of stuff for everyone during the quarantine. And on that note, we'll talk to you next week. I know part one of next week's episode is already up on TLC Go. No, I haven't watched it yet because I've been recording this podcast for all yeah. Monday. <laughs> so, um, yeah, go ahead and watch it. If you're in quarantine, you're bored and get ahead for next week. Um, hopefully it'll be a good episode, but it's going to be really hard to beat this week. It was a fantastic episode. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.